Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, good evening. How are you? Uh, I heard it was a tough day at work today, buddy. Are you, you doing okay? Some Is busy times right? out there, man. Busy <laughs> times. I, I got I to save up for all the reparations I'm going to have to be doing out here soon. So, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, did you see that story? I did. Oh, Lordy. I did. Out of the so, Bay Area. I, we didn't even talk about this before we were doing our pregame or pre-show warm-up. I mean, $5 million, the San Francisco Board of Supervisors yeah. has said $5 million for every black person in San Francisco. Now, here's the funny thing. I just put something on our social about this. If you do the math, it basically adds up to $600,000 for every white family they have to actually contribute to make that work. And it doesn't stop there. They're supposed to get free housing. Uh, and free cars, basically free everything. And most people on the board of supervisors said it wasn't enough. <laughs> it wasn't enough. No, this is just a down payment because, know. you know, because California was a slave state. No, oh, wait, no, we weren't. Uh, nope, nope, we were never, didn't happen. No, free state. Yeah, we it was were, a free yeah, state. came right in. Yeah. Um, hey, enough of that nonsense. Uh, yep. We got two uh, fun things to begin with. Uh, before we launch into the nastiness out there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So first off, hey, music, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a media guy. Yeah. So first off, Donald yes, Trump, yes. not only is he a great ex-president, soon to be another current president, yep. he has the number one iTunes song right now with the J6 Prison Choir. It's unbelievable. Um, he's doing the Pledge of Allegiance while the uh, prison choir is doing the uh, uh, national anthem. It's beautiful. And then, if that's not enough... As you're hearing here in the background now, what's the num- other number one song in America, Frank? They're going to say it right now, brother. Here it comes. Here it comes. Wait for it. Trump won and you know it. Trump won and you know it. And you know it. Award-winning Christian music artist Natasha Owens released a powerful new anthem called Trump won and you know it. <laughs> I mean, we have to laugh because otherwise, you know, we it's just the, the burden of having to put up with the leftist nonsense. Right? Oh my gosh, dude. You get, and for folks who haven't heard this yet, it's going crazy viral on the internet. Uh, go check it out on YouTube or, or any uh, Rumble, any video platform. The, the song is great, but Dave, even better is the video. They splice together yeah. all this amazing <laughs> stuff with Donald Trump. And it's, as you can imagine, it's totally interesting place with scenes of Biden falling up and down oh, the yeah, stairs yeah. of Air Force One, falling off his bike, uh, talking to people like four people in a circle while Trump's got 30,000 people in an arena. And it's like, Trump won. And you know it. It's like, yeah, of course he did. Everybody knows it. Even the other side knows yeah. it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cheese ball song, but I love it. And also remember, when you do buy the Justice for All single, it does go to help the legal bills of those uh those poor souls who are still trapped in the gulag in Absolutely. DC. Yep. We bought, DC I bought my share today and we'll be donating oh. all that to good cause. Well, thank you, buddy. Thanks for doing that. Yeah. Um, now on to more serious matters that are yes. affecting us as all. As serious as it gets on Rant and Rave. Yes. Um, hey, we got this crazy governor out here and we've got a crazy banking system. <laughs> yes. So we, we, we mentioned this on the last podcast, but since then there's been multiple layers of this nonsense. So, um, and as and without his shadow of the doubt, even though Yellen got up there, well, we're not going to bail them out. We knew they were going to bail them out. Right. Silicon Valley Bank, which is basically owned and operated by the, the left wing Silicon Nudnooks that we all despise, basically. Uh, it's been on uh, uh, multiple uh, levels of basically mismanagement yeah. and a devotion, a dedicated devotion to everything ESG. Yes, and I didn't even realize it when I first came out. So not only are these uh, these nudnooks uh, 
putting uh, their money in the wrong places. Mm. But it, for them, it's all about environmental social governance. Yep. And the, I don't know if you've seen, Frank, have you seen some of the promotional videos? I mean, it's especially the woman who was in yeah. charge of the UK subsidiary of Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, right. She was the chief nudnook. I like that term, Dave, that you use. It's very, very creative. Um, and, you know, among other things, they gave $73 million to the BLM. So they yep. chalked that one up for the, you know, the woke, the woke crew. Um, and we're not going to dive into all you can read in the financial press for folks that, that are interested, all the reasons and how things went south there. But basically just horrendously poor risk management. Dave, here's a couple headlines, though, after we finished our show last week about this. So number one, their chief administrative officer, guess where he used to work, Dave, before he had a job at Silicon Valley Bank for 10 years? He, he was at Lehman Brothers. <laughs> he was at Lehman Brothers buying up toxic mortgage-backed yeah. securities and stacking those on their balance sheet and, and, and bringing that bank down. And then then it went under. And then he went, you know, took a couple years off, got a payout, and then he went to Silicon Valley Bank. Guess who was Silicon Valley Bank's, Dave, chief risk? officer now this mm. woman's supposed to be in charge of risk right like risk management sure you think you're by the way the, yeah. by the way talk about risk the, the bank was levered 185 to one that means for every dollar of equity they had they had 185 dollars <laughs> of debt not a good not it's not when lehman went under it was like about a third of that just fyi that sounds very risky to me it's very okay. risky <laughs> and uh and so th anyway this woman before she got to svb she was running deutsche bank in europe in 2008 financial crisis and when they got brought in with all the the toxic paper on uh, on their balance sheet so this this thing was full of of just you know really really bad actors who and to your point woke esg blm connections everywhere um major donors they, they're calling svb the 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 atm for the democratic party yes i mean a hundred thousand dollars went from the guy who runs their investment arm to governor newsom's wife's 501c3 in california she runs two not-for-profits he actually was a founding board member and gave six figures to one of those uh, things. So is it, was it any surprise that Gavin tried to get out in front of this news, uh, the bankruptcy news, and basically called it? Because it was the California banking regulator before the FDIC that actually uh, called it. So I think he was trying to get ahead of, ahead of the storm. Yeah, for us in California, uh, Newsom has his fingerprints all over this. Um, and of course, they. I, I heard some in, ridiculous thing as, oh, it's uh, Trump's uh, deregulation when he was president. <laughs> what a bunch of nonsense! Yeah. Uh, but this, and this, this, you know, we've talked about this extending to various facets of our culture and society, which will only weaken us. Yeah. And let me tell you, we haven't even seen the worst of this yet. But this push for, we don't care how skilled you are, we care about your sexuality. Yep. If you're a black or African-American, Hispanic, Latinx, yep. that putting these people in positions that they do not belong in, that they are not ready for, yep. they're not, they're, they're, they don't have the educational background. I'm no, sorry, exactly. but that's the case. It's the case. And, yeah. and get, what happens when these people are put into senior leaderships yeah. uh, as head of airlines, oh, as head of yeah. uh, uh, running a hospital? Yeah. Are you going to want to have uh, somebody who's the right skin color perform an yeah. open heart surgery on you even if so. the other person no. next next is an yeah. old white guy yeah. who maybe has a, a hundred years more experience i mean Dave, you this don't have has to, a you, whole no, there's a whole landmine it's, around it's, that it's, it's it's an awesome point dude and look you don't have to look i mean you don't have to look far at all in the biden administration to see i mean zen master kareem jean pierre kjp right i mean you know latinx and this and that and the other thing and the first woman latinx to you know, they're full. They, all they want is superlatives. They want the first this, the first that, the first this, the first that. Look at that assistant secretary of human health and services, the tranny, right? Oof. The he, she, us, them, they, they. 
you know, I don't, it's, you know, all that stuff. I mean, there, and then that, and then that dude who was like caught stealing luggage off of, off of a carrier, that, that sort of, (laughs) that assistant, he was like a senior advisor in the department of energy. And he was caught stealing luggage off a carousel at Reagan National. I mean, Dave, to your point, these people, like they don't even, they don't even meet the qualifications to even get screened for a Republican uh, administration, let alone get a job. Well, let me ask you, you know much more about the banking system than me. Would you say that basically the entire top management of SVB, as well as um, Credit Suisse, which is also in trouble, right. these guys are still going to walk away yes. with no criminal uh, charges and with yeah. millions, right? I mean, yeah. and well, who's going to be left ca- holding the bag I, on this one again? Yeah, no, totally, totally accurate, dude. I was just talking to my wife about this exact point, and they take one or two years off, they get a they get a parachute, they get a payout, and they come back and they work for somebody else. They change oh. their, they change their LinkedIn profile, they they move <laughs> right. a few things around, and they get a job again, and it's 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 really Really unbelievable. We see this in the hedge fund universe a lot, but not usually in big brand name banks because you think that they would actually, you know, do something called uh, reference checking. <laughs> I mean, you're supposed to kind of check these kind of things out. Uh, and like you said, yeah, Credit Suisse is on the ropes. They got a major injection of capital today. Oh. We're recording this on March the 16th. So, yeah, look, I've said all along, I was talking to somebody yesterday, they said, oh, when Charles Schwab was down 20%, he's like, oh, it's Charles Schwab. How could Charles Schwab fail? I'm like, everyone said the same thing about AIG when AIG failed in 2008. They said the same same thing about Lehman Brothers. How could Lehman Brothers possibly fail? They said the same thing about all these banks. So my only point here is that there's a lot more shoes to drop. The, 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 The financial system is under significant stress. Um, and interest rates have not even begun to climb. I mean, we're, we're really just in the third inning of this game. The second largest line item in our budget right now, non-discretionary after military, is interest on our debt. We are paying about a trillion dollars a year just in interest on our debt going forward. That's unsustainable. We, oh, we will collapse much. under our own weight uh, in that model. So that's why we have to get Republicans in, it has to be an across-the-board cut of at least 15 20%. Forget this down the road, eight years, we'll grow into it, BS. Mm-hmm. We need an across-the-board cut right now. And nothing's off the table. I, no, there's no sacred cows. Everything's going to be on the table. Entitlements, everything. All has to be on the table. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, uh, speaking as a, just the common man out there, I guarantee most people, meaning most rational, logical humans, we do not want a bailout of any of these banks. We want them to go no. under. We we did the dumb things in, in 2008 and nine, and obviously we will not have learned anything if we bailed them out, which it seems like we're going to do. Yeah. How about the Biden crime family, Dave? I heard something yeah, about those guys uh, today. A little, that, a nice segue. <laughs> you know, you could make that segue in every show. You really could, actually. It's just yeah. a matter, but this, this is a special day. So everyone remember that, you know, uh, my pal Frank just said, hey, this is March 16th, 2023. Guess what just broke today? After The day after the Ides of March, I might add. Oh, yeah. Think Ides about it. Caesar, stabbing, Ides of March, you know, Rome, follow the empire. We're starting to see everything but crumble. This was, we're this seeing was the far left. This is, we're, seeing, we're starting to see the, the end of the far left right here. This was just a paper tiger, uh, any way you look at it. But we've known about this for years. Oh, sure. We've talked about it endlessly. The Biden uh, ties to the CCP. And finally, you know, because the Republicans now control the House Oversight Committee, we finally have the receipts. Right. So thank you. And this just this popped in. I was just like, you got to be kidding. This just came on. uh, This is out of Gateway Pundit. But will anybody else cover this? No. So basically, as of right now, we now have a documented evidence that the Biden family received over one million dollars after a Chinese company wired three million to something called Robinson Walker, which is a company owned by 
a Biden family associate. Yep. Ooh. Yep. So, th- so there it is. It's now in black and white. It's yep. all there for everyone to see. Yeah. Dude. No, yeah. absolutely. Uh, it came from a, a state-owned, a CCP state-owned company called China State Energy HK Limited. Um, and you described the details, uh, you know, per- perfectly well there, Dave. And this this came after a lot of oversight work on the part of the committee. And it comes from what are called SARs through Treasury, so um, suspicious activity reports. So these are any wires over $100,000 get flagged and go through a lot more rigor and they do some more checking and verification and so forth. And so guess how many, guess how many (laughs) SARs, Dave, the, uh, the uh, subcommittee now controlled by the, 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 the GOP is sitting on, on the Biden crime family. Oh, a hundred, a hundred. They have a hundred. Dave, that's like an unbelievable amount. I mean, if you think about it, if there was 1 million for one SAR, how much is a hundred going to produce? It's going to produce at least a hundred million dollars in payments to the Biden and, crime and, family. And are they getting a lot of this information out of the Hunter Biden laptop, or is this just elsewhere? Just other... no. This is coming. This is coming directly from Treasury. So wow. So Treasury. So it's not even the laptop stuff. No, this has nothing to do with the laptop. So Treasury, wow. Treasury uh, through the QCIP system. So whenever you send a wire electronically, it gets assigned a number, a code, um, and that code is forever known. And so basically, you can you can that can be che- checked, tracked, verified. United States government treasury always has that number. And, uh, and yeah, so that's the, so it's like, it's, it's beautiful source documentation. I love it. It's about time. This is the first of, of a lot to come. And I, I do want to give props to the chairman. His name is James Comer, yeah. congressman out of Kentucky. He's fantastic. He's, he's yeah. really leading the charge. I wish he got more uh, publicity, but um, good for him. Way to go, James. Kick yeah. some butt out there. Absolutely. Uh, um, let's uh, let's just dive in a couple other odd just yeah. just stories that just kind of want to just piss you off. Here. So hey, there's um, there's a private Christian school out there in Vermont. They had uh, they got a girls basketball uh, team. That's great. Hey, guess what though? They did not want they don't want to play against boys <laughs> because <laughs> they're a hold on hold on let me get, they're Uh-oh. a girl basketball team, not a male basketball team. Yet okay. they've been forced to play against biological males on the opposite team. So guess what they did? Good for them. They forfeited. They said, yeah, no. Forfeit. Well, why, yeah. well, it's, yeah. it's a, you know, it's be like me trying to play for the Lakers. It ain't going to happen. And <laughs> so what, what happens? These mother, mm, the Vermont Principals Association, which oversees school sporting events, announced they would, this school, this mid-Vermont Christian school would be ineligible yeah. to participate in sporting events and other activities because of their decision. I'm, wow. It's beyond belief, dude. Wow, it's incredible. Dude, I'm over here on the Gateway Pundit uh, looking at this story. This is the gift that keeps on giving for Democrats since the total J6 setup, and it, it, it obviously was. And now we're just seeing more and more evidence every day that it was a total setup. But here's what's going to happen. Biden's in power for like another 18 months or so. Uh, so this is the breaking headline. Biden's Department of Justice Garland tells court more than 1,000 people 1,000 people will still face charges in connection with January the 6th. They're going to charge, Dave, another 1,000 people for walking around on the steps of the Capitol with a flag. Just anywhere near there. And I'm looking at some pictures of it right now, and I kind of get a little bit of goosebumps when I I still watch this. And I think to myself, you know, this wasn't an insurrection. This wasn't wasn't a riot. This was the greatest expression of a stolen election and of freedom you can ever imagine. I mean, this this was just incredible. You know, there's a little bit of dust-ups here and there. Um, but my gosh, I mean, dozens and dozens of FBI informants in there, Capitol Police escorting people around the building. Uh, we covered just, that last it was just, week. It was a tour group with well, a couple of rowdy people yeah, involved. Yeah, it, it was, was like going to the Met. It was like going to the Met <laughs> with, a, the with a guide, guided uh, tour of the Met. 
So, uh, so look, they're going to keep up this nonsense until they're out of office. Yep. Um, yep. And then once they're out of office, we're going to string them up by the you-know-what. Uh, there's going to be a lot of legal activity going back and forth on this one. And once, once Tucker uh, gets his hands on the rest of or wants to release you know, another couple hundred or thousand uh, hours of the, of the footage, ooh, yeah. boy, I can't wait. Um, hey, Department of Defense is going down the tubes, right? Yep. We talk about it all the time. So uh, this ties into the freaking uh, um, bank uh, debacle as well. Oh, yeah. I just got to mention this, dude. Um, uh. So the Department of Defense Education Activity, they've got this chief of diversity. Uh. So right away, you know, there's, you know, the bells are going off. Her uh. name is Miss Kalisa Wing. Nice. So why is she even hired? Um, that's, uh, you know, your guess is good as mine. But so there's a school service. And yep. there are, um, as of right now, there are about 66,000 military children around the world. And they're, you know, they got to go to school while their parents are working, you know, at the bases yep. or whatever else. So they are in charge. This, oh, it just makes you want to, yeah. the uh, DODEA's chief of diversity is now basically indoctrinating 66,000 tro- uh, children, you know, sure. that they, where are sure. they going to go? They can't go anywhere else to school. There's no charter yeah. schools out there in, in yeah. the middle of whatever. Yeah. With And the, the laundry list of nonsense yeah. coming out of her and her, uh, you know, the education uh, curriculum. Yeah. yeah. David, uh, I mean, it just makes it more and more clear to me every single day that cultural Marxism is intentionally being used to destroy America and destroy mm-hmm. American values from the end. We always talk about this, Dave. From the inside out, the within, yes. Mao, Mao recognized this early on. Destroy the nuclear family, destroy the destroy the rules, destroy the definitions, tear down the history, tear down the statues, um, pretend men are women and women are men, he, she, they, they, us, them, whatever it is, and you know, and then pretend yeah. the past doesn't exist. And it 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 has worked in other countries, in other cultures. Uh, they're trying it out here. I don't think they have. Well, a, I, think, I, don't th- I don't think they yeah. have a good chance because we got two, two, three, five, five, six Second Amendment situation mm-hmm. here, and it ain't going to happen here, brother. On I, our I watch. was, I was going to say, just up until a few years ago, I would have thought that there were certain places that these left left wing creeps were, were off limit to, but there isn't. There, there isn't. There they isn't. basically have their tentacles into yeah. every facet of this yeah. country's structure, and they do. this is a good example. They do. And the first thing I heard, Sebastian Gorka, you know, our friend Sebastian Gorka was on with Steve Bannon this morning again talking. The first thing that Trump has to do when he wins, and of course, you know, is have the bullpen ready to get rid of the administrative state when he gets in there. There's 4,500 people that have to be installed on week one. About 10% of those people are confirmation people, like uh, ambassadors and things like that. But 4,000 people have to be fired immediately. And and he has to have a team. It's like having a ball team. It's having a baseball team with 4,000 players on your team. You have to arrive in Washington, D.C. with that team ready to go. Ready to roll. Day one. And uh, I am hopeful that I will be part of that team. (laughs) Hallelujah. Um, one little update. I got a couple, a couple of stories to, uh, for the show this week, Dave. Uh, you know, Fauci, he's out, but he's not out, right? He's making the tour. Mm-hmm. He's talking to all the cable shows. Uh, contract. Uh, so over here on Gateway Pundit, contracts released for CDC purchasing of phone data track Americans while uh, track Americans compliance with COVID during the lockdowns. Dave, the CDC spent millions of dollars to purchase third-party data to track Americans using their cell phones during the lockdowns to make sure they were actually staying where they were supposed to stay and doing what they were supposed to do. It's illegal. It's unconstitutional. um, And they should be tried. Uh, It's that simple. It's completely illegal to do that. Um, I I just couldn't even believe it when I was reading it. And And my last story 
is kind of up your alley, Dave. Actually, uh, as a media buff, you might find this interesting. Uh, over on the Washington Examiner, Disneyland cancels song recorded by the Jackson 5 and Louis Armstrong because, da, 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 it's racist. <laughs> what? So, the Jackson? What? Yep. Louis Armstrong's racist? What? Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a Disney animated classic, The Lion King, for example, one of the pivotal scenes. Uh, where Rafiki is singing some kind of a song that's the Jackson 5 song with uh, with Louis Armstrong, and they're saying it's racist, so they're going to go back and take the song out right. of yeah. The Lion King. Welcome to Woke Disney. Iger's back in, but The Woke is still there. The Woke remains, which is uh, unfortunate, so stay away from <laughs> Disney, folks. Totally. Uh, Dave, great to see you this week. Folks, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate everybody listening, and don't forget to check us out on your favorite podcast platform of choice. We are out there everywhere and on social media, at Rant and Rave 1776. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.